Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 14, episode 13, Watch Out Now. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Hmm. Becky has been spending a lot of time songwriting with Jonah, and the pair comes up with a great idea to showcase the talents of the fellow Degrassi students in a lunchtime variety show. But when Drew denies the proposal, Becky hedges a Becky hatches a plan, sorry, to change his mind. Does she? Or I does mean, Jack? Imogen and Jack kind of do that. Yeah. Zoe may be facing criminal charges for the part she played in the fundraising scandal. Winston performs stand-up in front of the school. <laughs> it's not all Winston does. They're skipping some of the more key <laughs> elements. <laughs> um, but sure. Also, we just, re- like, after reading things on the wiki, we realized that this is maybe technically a part one of two in like when this came back from its hiatus but we didn't watch the second episode so this is all that you're getting today sorry it didn't say part one of two it did not name your episodes the same if you want us to watch them at the same time Degrassi that's all I'm saying Um, you should have foreseen this (laughs) honestly um and the episode is called Watch Out Now which is a 1999 song by the Beat Nuts it's just more like 90s hip hop stuff. I'd never heard the song in my life. I don't until think I have today. either. Also, to be determined on if I put the song beneath this, I haven't been doing that for the past couple episodes. I recognize that, but I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> so look it up. TBD. TBD. Um, all right. Let, oh, watch out now. Um, how does this relate to the episode? I don't know. Fucking watch out. Things are changing. We have Umbridge at the school, basically. Although not as crazy as Umbridge, but um, watch out, Zoe. You might get charged with child pornography. Um, Watch out. Tiny, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this could apply to literally any episode in Degrassi, so sure. <laughs> watch out, Drew, I guess? You're being played. Becky's using her feminine wild, guys. <laughs> um, I'm kind of proud of her, honestly. It's I not was great, but I'm deeply like, uncomfortable oh, watching it's, that. It's scene. weird as hell, but I still, I was like, I mean, all right, go Becky, go. I guess it's like it's not like Drew's never done that before. <laughs> Seriously. Um. All right, let's dive into it. Imogen and Jack are macking while Becky is grossed out. Um, apparently it's only a few weeks until graduation, so they gotta, like, kiss each other's faces until they can't anymore? I don't know. I never, I just never got, like, the PDA thing. Like, I feel like I, with my, like, first and second boyfriend, like, pre-high school, definitely PDA. And then, like, as soon as I was like, oh, this is, like, gross and weird. Yeah, but a lot of people's first and second boyfriends are in high school. Yeah. Or partners or whoever. That's I don't know. True. So many hormones. I don't. I personally don't get it, but I like understand that like children are excited about that. I don't know. 
You're like, look at me. I have someone who cares about me and enough to like make out with me in front of everybody. Yeah. I just can't imagine doing it. But even then, like I never did it in school. Like I can't yeah, imagine in doing school, that in school. That would be, it's like so many people would be watching you. Yeah, it's weird. No. It's weird. And Jack has after school detention for, for like the rest of the year. And Becky says, good, you deserve it. Basically. Pretty much. Also, they only got detention. I feel like that I is know. wild. Then I, then I wrote, honestly, a pretty lax punishment for child pornography. For real. Um... And then I, Becky, like, admits to having her crush on Jonah. Because I guess he, like, he was, she's talking about their band. Oh um, and then they walk. We're using that term real loosely. <laughs> yeah. And then they walk into the school. And Drew has, like, a plastic tub. And is collecting everybody's cell phones. Because now so cell phones are no longer allowed on school property. And now they're going to have security cameras. Which, okay, you're calling her umbrage. But I'm just All right, no phones I only called her that because, um... When she said she had to approve all extracurricular activities, <laughs> she has like okay, so she definitely has like author, like I called. Vibes. I only called her Umbridge before like we really met her, and yeah. I only called her that like when she came on the TV <laughs> and was like, "I'm cracking down. I'm enforcing all these rules. I have to approve all extracurricular activities." Oh no, there there are parallels. Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of these things are things that the school should have had to begin with. Oh yeah, like security, security cameras, cameras. Yes. Um, Maybe a stricter restriction on cell phone use during school. I mean, there's and only, PDA, I feel like there's only so much you I, can enforce that. You know, I, I think maybe no making out is a solid rule. Yeah, but I feel like you can, like, hug somebody. Yeah, and that's, hold hands. That's, yeah, that's, that's a little intense. That's not big of a deal. But also, the whole extracurricular thing, isn't that, like, if it's, like, a Shouldn't school Shouldn't they sanction? already be exactly. going through those hoops to get them approved at the beginning of the fucking year like that's this is a, what i'm saying that's a standard school thing yeah especially like if it is a school sanctioned extracurricular activity yeah it has to get approved. it should have already have been approved it's the end of the year what is happening why are like i feel like it's also just too late to do anything apparently there's only a few weeks until graduation so i feel like the end of the year has been happening forever it has been the timeline on the show doesn't mean anything anymore are we watching this in real time i feel like i'm constantly watching this in real time like every time i turn it on i'm like oh no it's the next day yep yeah, probably. But anyway, backtracking a little bit. They walk into school. They have to, like, hand over their cell phones. Also, we find out that we have a new principal because Simpson is apparently on suspension, which I'm like, this isn't his fault. Kids, like, he can't police what kids do online and, like, over cell phones. No. Like, I don't. But we but, but we don't know any of the details of why he's not actually here. Yeah. So and maybe they just needed maybe he's been it, like, like subpoenaed as, or something. Maybe, I have no idea. Maybe they just needed him to be like a symbol. Like they needed to do like Ra- some... when Radich got fired after the shooting. Yeah. But I mean that was like that was a little, more, was a little more justified. But yeah, but he's not fired that we know. No, of. he's like suspended. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just like a like for show kind of thing like yeah. we have to do something someone besides like children someone have to, to get in trouble responsible like exactly. an adult needs to be it's like it's like when you're in charge of everything and someone gets in trouble that's still on you because you're in charge even though it's like he doesn't have visibility into that kind of stuff yeah when we had like a child pornography scandal at our school i don't think any administrators got in trouble but to be fair there were there was no money exchanging hands so i think this is a little yeah, bit more that intense is, that's a little this is like 
yeah, this is a, a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but the new principal's name is Ms. Pill, which is extremely on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's so she's instated a PDA ban and she's instating security cameras, which they should have fucking had already. They should have had it after, after the, the shooting. shooting. Are you kidding me? It's wild. Did they get metal detectors after that? Because I feel like that's some t- that's usually a response when stuff like that happens too, or at I least like smarter secure. I can't remember. I th- I don't know. And then I wrote down. Okay, is she umbridge? All extra all extracurriculars have to be approved by her and student council, aka the inquisitorial squad. <laughs> I thought she was gonna be much more of a nuisance than she actually is. No, she's she's pretty normal. She's actually pretty cool. She's like she's totally fine. She's, she's just, just like a normal person in charge. She's just strict, which she should be because she's in charge of a school. Yeah. If anything, and, Simpson's been a little checked. <laughs> truly. And then Becky is like, I'm all about these rules. These are here for a reason. Blah, 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 blah. But Becky everyone's loves like, a rule. Eh. Um, and then we're like in class. Oh, also Jack and Imogen make a comment about Becky Baker being caught between two guys. What is she going to do? Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I guess Drew saying. looks at her or something. I don't even. Yeah, he definitely has like an attitude towards Becky. Yeah. Um, and then we're in class with Winston and Miles and Zig and Tiny, and Winston's like cracking jokes and making pill puns and about Miss Pill's name, and Miles, like, kind of is like supporting him, but also joking around, and Zig and Tiny are being jerks to Winston. Yeah, just like for no for no reason, reason at all. I just I feel like that's such like a a boy bully thing. Oh, that's, that's masculinity is so fragile. <laughs> Truly. Um, oh, and then we get like announcements from Ms. Bill and she says, all extracurriculars need a staff advisor or I don't. Rem- oh, no. This is when extracurriculars are being approved. I think we're in a different scene now. But I just wrote down that she wrote that she said all extra extracurriculars need a staff advisor. And I'm like. Finally, why was this not happening earlier either? Carly is pointing this out about the cheer team. Why don't they have a staff advisor for that? Why is there? Why are there no adults anywhere ever? I feel like because the people writing the show went to school before that was a thing. That was like a thing. Or they just don't want to cast adult actors because maybe they're more expensive. Yeah. Because of union things. I have no idea. Who knows? Um, but I think this is when Becky and Jonah because they can't like facilitate all the drama that they need to facilitate in extracurriculars. If, if an the, adult like, is always if like Mister Perino is just like chilling, <laughs> like <laughs> that's true. Um, and then, but I think this is when Becky and Jonah are going to them to get. At first, I had no idea why they were there, and I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, why are they going to? The her to like for them to approve their weird band what's happening and then i'm like oh they're pitching a weekly lunchtime variety show which they've Why? tried to do so many times and it never works let's stop doing this i feel like we've tried to do this so many times and yeah. then we um like immediately forget that this was ever a thing yeah remember when claire sang the hymn <laughs> yes jesus christ dave has already done this guys this was done and also, him. also, it's the end of the year. We are weeks away from graduation. Why are we trying to do anything? Everyone at this point would be focused on finals and like AP exams, if you have those in your life, and prom. Yeah, 
and just, that's it and, and just trying to get out of there as soon as humanly possible and like like figuring out like when you're going to summer orientation if you're going to college like yeah. because it's like especially for seniors it's like college stuff graduating prom like this is like and also the like, last couple of weeks of senior year was like the most fun i had in the entirety of high school put together and yeah. i would not have been like let's also start a variety show now like no it's too late for that nonsense what are you doing usually i feel like at, at my school we also just had a lot of like senior activities yeah. that were stacked up at the end of the year too that we had to do yeah and it's like you don't have time for like nobody gives a shit about this no one cares also i didn't i didn't ever stay at school for lunch during my senior year because i had like a special schedule where i took college classes my first semester so i got to leave at lunch every day and my class i only took five classes my senior year and then my second semester i didn't have those classes at the community college anymore and then i was like peace out i'm out at lunch every day like nobody wants to be there no i did not i i don't think i like actually went in for lunch like i would leave for lunch definitely every day of senior year and basically as soon as any of my friends had a car we would sneak out for lunch yeah because seniors mean, were allowed to go but no one else was but i would go just like out we with had my a closed friends. campus so we weren't tech we weren't allowed to like leave and come back even if you were a senior but most people but we had like block scheduling so if you if you took like the optional really early morning class that was every day then some days you would end up just being able to leave at lunch anyway but i had a one through five my senior year which meant i got to leave at lunch every day and it was the best thing in the world but also i never ever ate inside of the cafeteria in no. my life no we, like, had a tree that we hung out by. <laughs> well, weather permitting, sometimes we would sit outside. But, I don't know, my senior year, we just, like, I was never there. I don't even remember what we did when it rained. I have no, I, like, have no memory of what. Because I had a whole all-outdoor school situation. California. Except for, like, the classrooms. That makes sense. Um. Anyway. No one would give a fuck about this. No. Um, no one at my school would willingly do this. Yeah, I also, like, don't... Can't, even if it was the beginning of the year, I can't imagine anybody wanting to, like, participate in a weekly variety show in the cafeteria. Except oh, no. for, like, annoying theater kids. And then nobody... And, like, people would be ridiculed for this nonsense. We would throw things at them. Like this would ne I don't I can't see this happening at any high school. Children are cruel and I feel like this type of thing would only be like in a different a less maybe like in the theater or something or in an yeah. auditorium where you could hang out during lunch or you could go to voluntarily but not like in the middle of like the lunch space. Yeah. Actually, you know who would do this? Really eager freshmen. E yeah, and that's just sad. Yeah, so sad. that's it. it. That would be it. It would be eager freshman, end of list. But even then, it's just like... Because I don't even think the theater kids at my school would do this. I feel like the theater kids would only do it, like, amongst each other. Yeah. And it would be, like, the, uh, like their own, like, thing over there. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine this ever happening. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, other people who had different high school experiences, let us know if you're school ever tried to do anything like this um but oh yeah so becky and jonah 
are talking to Mrs. Pill and Drew because he's like the student counselor advisor for approving shit, I guess. And Drew is like extremely bitter and jealous about Becky and Jonah and like the conversation about approving this variety show is being very openly weird about it. It's annoying to the point where like the new principal is like, what's your deal? Exactly. And it's also like, oh, it's so I don't it's annoying. Um, And then we're Zoe and Tristan and we find out that Zoe is awaiting sentencing because obviously she was like the head, head of a child pornography ring. But Tristan is still shocked by this. And his hair is brown again. Yeah. Do we, we want to do fashion? I, I don't think I had a lot, but that was my first one. Uh, speaking of hair, Zoe has like a haircut yeah. situation that I like. It's a little bit suburban mom, but she makes it work. Becky's like off the shoulder floral, like sexy, quote unquote. Hilarious. Is it a top or a dress? I don't remember that don't she remember. uses to like seduce Drew. It's very It's funny. like fine. Uh, Drew is wearing that like Pepto-Bismol pink shirt again. Yeah. Tristan wears like a weird Argyle print shirt thing. I was confused by it. But it was like a t-shirt. I have no idea. That's literally literally all the notes that I had. Yeah, I got nothing. Um Yeah, so apparently the cheerleaders are also pissed at Zoe coming oh so we're zoe's going to detention because all, all the cheerleaders have detention forever as well and zoe's walking in and like the cheerleaders are pissed off at her and aren't talking to her and then zig's old friend damon is his name is damien. like da- i thought it was damon is it i don't know damien I... is like the devil from the oh like, i the know devil from the, i feel i don't think anyone I'm, ever names anyone damien because of that i definitely know a damien also i'm pretty I'm sure i'm pretty sure his name is damon i think it was damon because then i wrote it down later i wrote it down as damien because originally i was just calling him this guy this guy <laughs> um but he's been gross and it's like oh i loved your business sorry to see that it stopped happening he's Gross. And then he whips out a preloaded spitball straw and like spits a spitball at the back of Zoe's head, which I'm like, who has preloaded like spitballs in their backpack? I like to imagine that he <laughs> buys them like that. Like you can buy like pre-rolled joints now. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Not like that you've come up with that, but like it, if that is a thing that exists, that someone would go out of their way to buy that. Oh, no, that's why I love it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's absurd. I like to imagine that it's packaged with unnecessary plastic. And I'm like, is it still wet? Is it just like a dry piece of paper instead of straw? Like, what's Maybe happening? it has like moisture technology. <laughs> and I feel like it's something that they would sell at like Spencer's. God, he just like zips open his backpack and like immediately like blows something through a straw in Zoe's head. I was like, what the what is happening? I'm not saying that this is a terrible idea or a good idea, but I am saying that I could tap the like 1980s bully market if I started doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Does anyone actually do spitballs anymore? I don't think so. Also, does anyone do spitballs past elementary school anyway? I don't think I've ever seen anyone organically like do a spitball thing yeah not like 
in like a school or bullying environment i feel like it's like when you're a kid and you're like at a restaurant and you're fucking around with like your friends and you just do spitballs like at the wall or something like i feel like that's the only kind of environment i would have seen that in i think i've only seen it in a movie really yeah i feel like i've like done a spitball before because you like open a straw and then you like tear off the paper that the straw oh, yeah, was maybe. in and then like but i feel like you it's like you don't i don't think i've ever actually done that at another person it's just i don't know anyway winston is in a mood and he's with frankie and he's worried that he isn't funny and he asks frankie like am i funny and she's like yeah you're hilarious and he's like with then he pulls out a dated reference which is kind of a yikes and he's like louis ck hilarious or carrot top hilarious and i'm like i don't think you want to compare yourself to either of those people right now let's 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 steer away from either of them Um, also this insecurity is not a good look for winston oh god it's so annoying oh and we also get like a (laughs) drop of like of information that the Hollingsworth parents are actually divorcing. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. Good news. Um, and I wrote down Winston's identity crisis is boring, but I guess he's been secretly writing a musical about a shape-shifting Asian superhero named Captain Who. Which sounds way better than whatever bullshit he wants to do. Yeah. And Frankie wants to put on his musical at school. And she's like, this sounds awesome. Let's do it. But he's like, but I want to be the funny guy, not an Andrew Lloyd wannabe. I'm like, dear God, Winston. The fact that you know that reference already like cements the fact that you are a theater kid. Just You're a theater embrace kid. It. Just, Just be a theater it. kid. Also, have we learned nothing from forgetting Sarah Marshall? Do your weird musical. Yeah. That is what will bring you success. And, do do and your love, weird thing. Probably. And probably love. <laughs> do your weird thing, man. Um, but then we find out that Becky's dumb variety show is not approved because Drew is jealous. And Imogen and Jack are telling Becky to flirt with Drew to get her shit approved. I feel like the like tagline of this episode is just masculinity is so fragile. Because mm-hmm. it's everybody. It's every dude. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, and then we're back in detention and this kid is still spitting spitballs at cheerleaders. And Zoe wants to like take him down to make it up to the cheerleaders because they're like, prove it. Like, you got to make things up to us because you've screwed us over and now we're in detention. But it's like, people, she took the fall for all of you. None of Ser- you are facing sentencing. Seriously. Who, also, who, you have detention for the last three weeks of school. It's the end of the year, people. Also, you don't have to go to detention. And, and, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, she didn't make them do any. Like, don't get me wrong. She's a bully and a ringleader. But, like, everyone kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. You can't blame there her wasn't for, a- like, your inability to say nah i don't want i don't want to go down that road no. that sounds really victim blaming <laughs> yeah but i would but argue at, that at they're not point, victims you do have to take responsible responsibility for your actions and like i think going to detention is a very small price to pay considering the fact that they all participated in like selling child pornography yeah i mean don't get me wrong herd mentality totally a fucking thing yes and hard to push back on especially in that age group 
But like, and honestly, and like Zoe being the one person to actually face legal ramifications, I also think is probably like, yeah, deserved. And definitely. Fine. Definitely. And- but I, but also like, you guys got to ostracize her? I don't know. It's like she, it's like you have detention for three weeks. We've already established that graduation is only a few weeks away. Like, I don't know, but I feel we're like, in high school and everything's like always going a big deal wrong. forever. Like, if they're going to be mean to Zoe and, like, whatever, like, shut her out, do it for a real reason. Yeah, do it because she bullied because the she shit. Bullied you into doing this Exactly. Shit. Or do it because she, like, fucked with Frankie's life for a while for no reason. Like, yeah, don't who be you claimed was your friend. Because like, it's just because you're in detention. I don't know. Yeah. And because they took their cell phones away, which we missed this line. But Lola said, it's like my best friend died. Right. I kind of love Lola. I don't know. She kind of bugs me. She's a, she's like a cute little dummy and I love her. I don't know. Um, It just I I don't know. It feels too forced, like by the writers to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that they would be this way. And maybe that's why it's bugging me. I don't think any human is like this. <laughs> no. And I think that's maybe why it's bugging me so much. Because I'm like, this is not. No, I feel like they'd be like, thanks for taking the fall and oh, having our back. I was talking back. about Lola as a character. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> um, that too. No. Uh, well, I don't know. I've known some. I've known some dummies. But also, those dummies usually play up their dumbness. Because yeah. it like adds like, I don't know. I guess like they oh, a presumed knew, cuteness I factor. I definitely knew girls who dumbed themselves down hardcore, mm-hmm. and guys fucking ate it up. Yeah, and that was the most infuriating part. Where it's just yeah. like, why does this work? Because we live. It's because we live in a patriarchal society, and mm, also but, it's a very effective way to get what you want. I'm not endorsing it, but I am saying, if you want something done for you. It's, it's effective. infuriating, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we're with Becky, and she's got her, like, sexy off-the-shoulder floral top. <laughs> sexy in quotations. Yeah, it's in quotations in my notes. <laughs> and then she's, like, going up to Drew and being all flirty, <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable watching this. Also, he says, I don't trust a dude in eyeliner, which, like, is definitely a Drew thing. And also, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like weird stance to take. <laughs> um, and yeah, she's and she's like, please give me another chance, la la la, whatever. And she's like playing down her like relationship with Jonah and being Saying, very. She is being like leading him on and uh, like oh hardcore. for sure she does like the whole breathy voice and says like and like does a weird like whisper mm-hmm. and does a weird whisper thing and says like because i really really want it yeah oh, um, i hated it yeah <laughs> it was so cringy to watch and then drew does like an audible gulp which was also gross super gross hated it and but i guess but it worked like so cartoony <laughs> yeah And then it's the next day and Imogen and Jack like come up to Becky and we're like, we discussed it and we regret the advice that we gave you. And Becky's like, well, too late because I already did it and I'm going to keep rolling with it because it's easier and I don't want to think about it. She's like, I'm a rule breaker now. And I'm like, is this rule breaking? (laughs) Okay. Or is this just being an asshole? Yeah. Both? It's a little (laughs) bit of both. (laughs) And then it's lunchtime, and Tristan and Zoe are meeting up to, like, 
figure out how they're going to get back at Damon. And Tristan wants Zoe to call him and pretending to be a doctor and tell him that he has HPV. Um, and that Zoe is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And their conversation doesn't really go anywhere after this. Yeah, but he does say, like, you should embarrass him on his turf. Oh, yeah. And then they, then they like, talk about, like, just maybe just playing nice instead or whatever. But the, the HPV thing was weird because it felt, like, very random. And I guess, like, maybe it was, like, zeitgeisty. Also, you can't test guys for HPV. Yeah, I don't know. You, there's no way that that phone call would ever make sense. <laughs> well, I don't know. Damon's maybe not the brightest bull. If Tristan thinks that's a thing you can do, then who knows? Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're at this variety show, and Becky and Jonah's music is so boring. And Frankie is still trying to, like, convince Winston to do this musical. She Googled funny people who've done musicals, which include John Hamm, Neil Patrick Harris, and Hugh Jackman. Um, which are really interesting references. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm doing comedy. I'm going to do a stand-up routine at this variety show. And then I was like, oh, he's going to bomb. And then I was like, oh, no, that's not where I it went. It didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Nope. I was really ready to cringe, and I cringed for different reasons. Yeah. He doesn't bomb, but he... Really leans into the, like, railing on my girlfriend through jokes situation. Yeah, I don't like that. In front, and Frankie is there, and everyone knows that Frankie is his girlfriend, and she is obviously pissed off. And he's like, what? People do it all the time. Like, I didn't say your name. And she's like, everyone knows that we're dating, you idiot. Like, we are in high school in our high school. Yeah, you can't do that in high school. And then... And also, he's not very good. No, he's not. I don't know why people were laughing. It wasn't funny. I think your standards are just lower. <laughs> like in 2005 or whatever, I like Dane Cook. So like your standards I mean, are lower yeah. when you're like in high school. That Vicious Circle special was on all the time. It was. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. In 2005 or whenever it came out. Yeah. It was like my freshman year of high school. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. That sneeze joke. Oh, damn. Damn. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, your standards are lower for comedy is all I'm saying. That is very true. Um, and then she's like, you'd rather be the funny guy than a good boyfriend. And she kind of like does a mic drop and walks away. Yeah. And then, God damn, Becky and Jonah are playing their music again. And I don't know why we are being subjected to this twice within like two minutes because of each I think, other. I think this variety show is just an outlet for Becky and Jonah to play live music. Yeah. And then... We're in the hallway, and Winston's, like, bumming out by the lockers. And Lola walks by and says, you look like I did when my hamsters died. That's right. Both of them. <laughs> See? It's good. <laughs> I didn't think that one was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. right. Both of them. That's good. She's she has her moments, but she- then sometimes I'm like, you're not a real person. No, she's definitely not a real person. But I will say, I think out of everyone on the show, she has the best comedic timing. Yeah. Like, un- un- unintentionally. Well, the, yeah. ac- the actress. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, And then Lola's, like, talking him up and is like, you're fine. You're great. You're a really nice guy. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. She also does refer to herself as the dumb one. And I think she tells him that he's funny or something. And then he's and like, not a loser. Yeah. And then he kisses her. Because she compliments him. Winston, I was you like, moron. what the fuck? And she's like, what the fuck? 
And then she's like, oh, God, no, we got to tell Frankie. Like, I have to tell Frankie. We're like, what? This was bad. And Winston's like, no, 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 no. We can't tell her. We can't tell her. Winston can't tell so her. This is going to blow up in their faces later. Yup. And then Zoe is putting pudding on Damon's seat and then ruins his brand new pants, which I also was kind of like, oh, are we going to take like a bummer route? Because we know that he like comes from the same area that Zig comes from yeah. and doesn't have a lot of means and like having a brand new pair of pants is a big deal for him. But we didn't go there at all. No, <laughs> no, we don't feel bad for him at all. Um, I just get a tied to go stick. You're fine. Yeah. And, but yeah, he sits in like chocolate pudding. It's like, oh, these are brand new pants. And, and he says, no wonder these girls hate you. Yeah. And then Becky comes clean to Drew about her feelings. And she's like, I don't like you anymore. I flirted with you to get what I wanted, but I felt bad. So this is why I'm telling you. And then Jonah like walks up and he's like really pissed off. And then he turns around and like accuses Becky and Jonah of making, catching them, making out to Mrs. To Ms. Pill, maybe. I don't know. Then they have to go to the principal's office. And, but they're like, it's a lie. And it's like, okay. But they still get, like, detention or whatever. Yeah. And then Winston goes up to Frankie and is, like, handing over his Captain Who script as an apology. And then they, like, hug in front of a security camera, which we, I guess we'll find out more about that in the next episode. Yeah, but they mention, like, oh, good thing the security camera isn't hooked up yet, which... Which I, I feel like they are, and then this footage of him kissing Lola, Lola is going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking the same exact yep. thing. And then, also, Because I, I just... made it a point to be like, good thing those security cameras aren't hooked yeah. up yet. And I'm was, like, I little, don't think that's true. It was a little ham-fisted. Um, <laughs> also, I just also wanted to make a point with the whole Drew, Becky, Jonah thing. Drew has too much power for his personality, and I don't want him truly, to go into politics truly, based on this interaction. Truly. It's a good thing that he screwed up his shit with Mr. Hollingsworth for many reasons, but like, yeah. we don't need him in that space. Um, so yeah, and then we find out Becky and Jonah get detention for a week and their show got canceled. And I'm like, damn, that was harsh, but also good. I don't want to watch that anymore. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Jonah says a funny thing, which is really great songs are written in prison, which I enjoyed. <laughs> And then Becky admits that she likes Jonah. Yeah. And they kiss. And they kiss. He's like, oh, like, what a ripoff. Like, I get in trouble for kissing you and I haven't even kissed you yet. And she's like, that is a ripoff. And then she kiss. And then they, like, blatantly make out. Like, they don't make out, but they blatantly kiss in the hallway when that's what they got in trouble for doing. Like, where are the adults watching this shit happen? I don't know. But Becky made creepy direct eye contact with Drew the entire time. Yeah. And I did not know what to do with that. <laughs> I was like, I hate this yeah this is weird and and i feel like that's such like a tv trope thing where it's like you're looking at the person you actually want to be kissing or you're like looking at the person you're trying to make mad and i'm like i've never once kissed a person in spite and made eye contact <laughs> with another human i mean i don't know if i've kissed a person while opening my eyes at all like not usual that's not like a common thing no it's a weird move it's a weird move to like keep your eyes open and look at somebody else while you're kissing somebody it's very it's kind of like a sociopath move yeah um and then we're back with zoe and damon and this confrontation is still happening and it's making me uncomfortable i think we're like walking in an alley 
yeah. after school because we're always this shit always goes down in an alley and Sometimes then a different alley i feel like it's the same alley dressed differently yeah and he's like harassing zoe and tiny and zig get involved and then they all start fighting and then he i mean she kind of starts it what she starts harassing him okay i don't remember yeah no just just because I, I do feel like I don't feel bad for him by the end, but I felt a little bit bad yeah, because of like the socioeconomic kind of, thing starter, so. and she's a shit stir yeah. and she's like as much as I'm like, why are these girls mad at her? She's also a fucking asshole. She is. She's an asshole and she's a worse. I would say that she's on par bullying wise with him. Yeah. She's, if anything, she's just a more sophisticated bully. True. So. And then and she's styles. and she's like harassing him basically, yeah. and then and then he reacts, and then things escalate, and she and gets all damsel in distress. Tiny and Zig, and Zig is there. are like, Bleh. and then they start like fighting in a big old blob, and then fucking Damon stabs Tiny, yeah, and then runs away. And then Zig, Zig goes like to goes chase to chase, him. but then Zoe's like, "Fuck no, call like an ambulance, like don't go after him." And then my last note was like, "Oh boy, what's Vince gonna do?" Because Vince is Tiny's brother, and he's a gang member, and I don't know what's gonna happen to Damon. I don't know. Um, for his sake, I hope he gets arrested because although if he actually goes to, I don't think he go to jail. He's a minor. I don't know. If he stabbed someone, he well, no, he'd probably still go to juvie. If then Ti- I hope he if Tiny to- lives, which we know he does because we have seen that episode of Next <laughs> Class. Spoiler. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But also, if he goes to juvie, do you think child gang members would be in that juvie? Who yeah, have for connections sure. events? He, Damon's screwed no matter what happens he's, to him. He's he needs to go into fucked. like child witness protection or something if that exists. Um, But anyway, that is the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Spirit Squad Captain, is anybody one? Maybe Frankie for, like, encouraging Winston to pursue, like, a passion. Yeah. And standing up for herself when Winston was being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, the only good one I can think of who was, like... Lola was good. Yeah. But she does go along with the lie. Well, I... You know, she. But it's her, also like, her, it's, it, yeah. I think I honestly, I think she might come clean. But yeah, that's true. Her immediate reaction was, "We have to tell Frankie." Yeah, that's true. Um, ship? Anybody? I don't really give a shit about any ships in this one. Me neither. I mean, I guess I'll I'll do a Zoe and the Zig. Okay. I still sure. like them. She's a monster, but she's better with him. True. He's a weirdly a good influence on her. It's. He's like a calming presence in yeah. her life. Yeah. Um, I think all so much of her shit just like stems from so much insecurity. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like terrible parenting. Bad parenting and so much insecurity, which she admitted to Maya, but then did not learn from. Can we put this girl in therapy? Yeah, she needs to be in therapy. Um, all right. Grapevine. All right, for Grapevine, we just have one really long email that we're going to read from Jane. Um, And the subject is so much Degrassi. And they say, hey, queens, do people still say that? As I'm writing this, I'm only up to season nine, episode 17 of your podcast, but I couldn't wait to catch up before writing to you guys, especially since I'm about to head into some insanely long ass seasons. Yeah, freaking good luck with season 11 when you get there. 
Um, I found you guys thanks to the Babysitter's Club Club and over the last few months have been steadily descending into a never-ending Degrassi hole. I'm in so deep that I'm going to need a ski lift or something if I ever want to see daylight again. I originally fell off the show in, a, in about season three thanks to Australia's bonkers airing schedule. Then when I was like 19, I went back and watched Junior High, High, and Bits of Next Generation up until Degrassi Takes Manhattan when I officially stopped. You guys inspired me to literally watch the entire show from start to finish. I got through all of seasons 12 and 13 in like two days when I was homesick from work. It was a lot. Here are a few random thoughts from my whole watching experience. I loved Emma when I first watched the show. I thought she was so brave and courageous and always stood up for what she believed in. Plus, really pretty. I wanted to be like her and now I understand how annoying I must have been as a teen. <laughs> Everyone on this show becomes a nightmare when they go to college. Thank God they stopped following people after graduation. Do you think Paige is Jason Mewes' assistant forever now? I hope so. Me too. Oh, uh, I heard him on a that podcast was me, the other That day. was me saying I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. I heard him on um, Doug Loves Movies recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Spema is a disaster. What the actual fuck was everyone thinking? Ugh. Degrassi loves a bitch gets knocked down a few pegs and eventually becomes a nice person storyline, and I actually kind of hate it. Same. Stop sanding off those rough edges. Some people are just mean. There was a whole generation of characters that I gave absolutely no shits about. The Katie, Matlin, Marisol, Drew, Bianca group was simultaneously overdramatic and so boring. Agree. Hard agree. Mm -hmm. I frequently forget that Katie and Marisol and Mo were like every even characters on the show. And frequently forget that Katie is actually Maya's older sister. Yep. I have such a love-hate relationship with Claire. Like, I relate to her a lot, but she's also incredibly self-possessed. Plus, it's impossible for all of those things to happen to one character. When Eli called Claire a whore, I wanted to reach into my computer screen and punch his beautiful asshole face. I have a real problem with the way Degrassi shows recovery from serious problems, trauma, eating disorders, addiction, etc. For Be real. Because they sort of don't. We see the buildup to the problem sometimes. The climax meltdown and then they get shipped off to rehab slash hospital slash therapy and come back all, I'm so much better now. They show all the bits that could be triggering without any of the bits that could be therapeutic. But also, the lead-up to Campbell's death was really well done, in my opinion. The episodes in his perspective were very clearly heading in that direction right from the start, but you could see how the characters around him were trying to justify his behavior and miss the warning signs. Good one, Degrassi. I agree with that. I have so many thoughts, but I would be here forever. All I want to do now is talk to Grassy, but I don't know anyone else who's seen it all. Of course, you might disagree with everything I'm saying, but it will take me two years to know that because there are so many goddamn episodes. So at least in 2017, your plan is to finish Next Generation, watch Next Class, and then go back to the original series. I haven't seen Next Class yet. I'm giving myself a little break before I dive back in. So will we. So are we. Um, but a few years ago, I managed to track down the kids of Degrassi Street, which is actually where the whole franchise began. If you want to see some dodgy 80s child acting, that's the place for you. Um, shameless plug time. Uh, she says we can leave it out, but I don't care. We can plug her podcast. I have a podcast where my friend and I watch each other's favorite TV shows. Eventually, I'm going to make him watch Degrassi, and I need to pick two episodes from anywhere in the run that best represent the show. Any ideas? Um, and their podcast is called Made You Look. Um, anyway, thanks for reading this and for having an amazing podcast. You guys are really awesome. Keep doing what you do, Jane. 
So what two episodes would you pick to be like, this is Degrassi? Mm. Do two partners count? Yeah, can those count as one? If those can count as one, I would want to do like the true dichotomy of like um, the Rick school shooting episode. Necessary. Necessary. Although to really for that one to also really mean a lot. You gotta watch the whole show, but also as a standalone, it's probably really pretty well done. Yeah, uh, the Rick one, and I guess just just so you can see both facets of Degrassi, also the season one finale of Ashley taking ecstasy and JT thinking he took ecstasy. I was gonna say because it's insane and silly. I was gonna say time stands still, the shooting one, and then I was also for like like that side that end of the spectrum and then i was also going to say holiday two-parter when craig is in the love triangle around christmas time with Ooh, ashley and manny because yeah. that's like the other side of yeah. the drama but it's still both drama it's still they both still go there yeah but in very different ways that's a way better answer i co-sign and then like honorable mention maybe secret <laughs> degrassi goes to hollywood Oh, God, no. I wouldn't recommend that one as a representation of the show. I wouldn't really recommend that one. (laughs) No, me neither. Um, All right, well, those are our recommendations. Thanks for writing in. Um, That's all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateveritakespodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandSpectacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my weird uh, photo stock account, Y.Stock. And what are you going to recommend mm-hmm. to the people? I'm really late on this, but I watched Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, and I, I loved the shit out of it. Oh, I, I know it's on Netflix, it. and I still need to watch it's it. It's so fucking good. That's what I hear. It's so good. We cried, like, twice. <laughs> yeah. I know. I gotta watch it. It's just, like, it's like now that it is easily accessible, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. Oh, yeah, I'll get to it, and then I never do. It's so good. You gotta do it. Did I already plug Love Island? You might have, but honestly, probably worth a second plug. I've just been watching that nonstop. I also started listening to a podcast today. It's called Ask Me About K-Pop, and I'm finding it very enjoyable if you are into that or into learning more about that world. It's very much like a intro to that entire situation. Um, but that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye.